Hi, and welcome to Coffee with Marcus and Mark. In this show, we are going to talk to you about what's happening in the markets and how we are trading it. Today is Thursday, August 31st. It is the last day of the month. And uh, I mean, stocks have been on a roller coaster this month. So where will we finish the month? And then also today we had the all important core PCE inflation report. How did the markets react to this? Well, let's talk about our positions and we have another earnings play for you that we want to walk you through. So uh, super exciting show. And uh, if this is your first time here, I'm Marcus Hotcutter. This is my head coach, Mark Houghton. We're real traders who trade live accounts. So therefore, we got a lot of trading experience and we're showing you how we trade these crazy markets. So trust me, we know our stuff and we're not afraid to tell you like it is. If you're here looking for some honest insights into the fascinating world of trading, you are in the right place. And with that said, let's talk about the final day of August. Will stocks be able to close the month's positive mark? Doesn't look like it, but what a valiant effort, Marcus. I mean, from where we finished on uh, the end of the, the month in July to where we're at now based on well, oh gosh, that was a mouthful. Let me start over. We've had a nice bounce off of lows in August because it was looking awful. And now everything's down about a percent, which sure, a down a percent for the month isn't great. But based on where we are, it's fantastic. <laughs> I mean, at some point we were down 5% for the months. Exactly. So really quite a snapback. And something else happened this week. We almost forgot to mention this. We are above the 50-day moving average again. Here it is. Two days ago, we closed like above that. the 50-day moving average. A quick snap back here in the S&P 500. Yeah. I mean, just an impressive couple of days and coming off of those lows uh, with authority. So trying to finish the with a five-day win streak now. Yeah. Wow. That's pretty much almost... The whole week. Let's see where we finish today and tomorrow, but uh, we might actually finish five days in a row. I mean, that's something that the S&P hasn't done in a while. Yeah, I, I, I'm liking it. I'm liking it. And, you know, it seemed like today uh, we had a little uncertainty because we knew going into this week that Thursday and Friday we had some big economic news being released. Right. So today, all about the core PCE price index that was released, the Fed's favorite inflation gauge. And uh, well, it came in, I forgot to refresh uh, my screen. Let me do this really quick because what happened here is a whole bunch of nothing. <laughs> I'm gonna refresh it really quick so that we have the data here uh, because it came in pretty much in line with the expectations. Yeah. So what do you do with this information? And it so analysts expected the 0.2% increase, I think 4.2% uh, for the year or year over year. I believe that Fed Chair Jerome Powell believed that we could get a, a higher reading, something a little bit hotter based on his comments in uh, Jackson Hole. But hey, just uh, in line with what traders expect. Yeah, I mean, last month it was 0.2%. Uh, everybody was expecting 0.2% and it came in at 0.2%. And it's super interesting because uh, we, we watched it this morning with our mastermind members. 
where we took a look at the uh, E-minis. I'm bringing up the E-mini SMP here on a five-minute chart, uh, zooming out a little bit to, to see what has been happening here. And that's where we see just super, super interesting. At, at first, just going sideways, nothing. Then pushing a little bit higher. And then we had the uh, PCE report being released and it was like, and nothing again. Yep. <laughs> it's almost like, uh, okay, there was a, a little bit of reaction like, okay, that's good. No, that's bad. Uh, what is it? Uh, well, we don't know because basically nothing has changed. So that's why we're moving sideways right now and uh, really not a whole lot going on right now in the markets. Yeah, it's, it's like traders said, okay, that was a whole lot of nothing. Now let's look at jobs. Now let's look at the monthly jobs report tomorrow. <laughs> right, this will be the big one tomorrow. And if we look at a five minute chart of the S&P 500 for today, we, we see that we, we opened slightly higher, but we are just diddling around there in a really, really narrow range that we have here. Looks like uh, we could extend that five day win streak though. We'll just have to see. Yeah. So the other thing that we always like to keep an eye on is, okay, what, what do traders think? What does this mean for interest rates at the next meetings of the Fed? And th this morning, it did change a little bit. Yesterday, we were at 90.5%. This morning, we are at 88.5%. So traders are pulling back a little bit from the almost certainty that they had yesterday. But I mean, this is insignificant. Most traders are expecting that uh, the Fed will keep interest rates the same at the next meeting that is at the end of September. Yeah, and I mean, it's it's fun to look at this. And, and sometimes we get that shift on uh, probabilities, which I think is interesting, but we still have some time left. Yeah, and uh, as I said, I mean, in the probabilities, not a whole lot has changed from yesterday. I mean, now traders are factoring in that the Fed is done raising interest rates, but I think we might have one more in November. Not at this meeting, though. No, I think they're done. You think they're done? Yeah. Okay. You want to take a bet? Sure, sure. <laughs> I I think that they'll continue to to be a little bit hawkish with their with their words, but I don't think that they're going to raise again. Okay, I think they're going to raise one more time in November. Okay. Do you want? Oh, okay. Let's do that. Box of ribeyes or fillets? Yep. Box of ribeyes for you. If you win, box of fillets. If I win. Let's Deal. All right. I'll take it. <laughs> cool. <laughs> All right. So let's see what's happening today. Uh, I mean, just looking here at the heat map, we see it's a completely mixed bag today. So um, we, we have energy stocks here that are pretty much around the unchanged mark. Uh, we, we have tech stocks up here, Tesla slightly up, Amazon up 2%, Google up a little bit, Nvidia up a little bit, Microsoft down, Apple up ahead of the major event that they're announcing. Uh, we, we have banks slightly down, so it's really not a whole lot. I mean, most of these moves are less than a percent. Yeah, and again, we we saw the same thing with with futures in the open, just not a whole lot of movement right now, waiting for the jobs report, but also we're going into a three-day weekend. Right. Monday is Labor Day, so there will not be a coffee with markets. Markets will be closed. 
Uh, so that's happening. Uh, looking at the holiday calendar, we see that Monday, Labor Day and markets are closed. All right. Well, uh, let's take a look at our position and see what is happening with our positions. And then we'll talk about an earnings play that popped up today. So going to our portfolio and starting with ALB. ALB, a trade where we got assigned at 192.50 and uh, sold calls against our existing positions. Today, pulling back a little bit, but not enough to roll. No, we took a close look at this this morning with our mastermind call and we would get a decent credit for rolling out the 192.50s to next week, but not enough to, to A, meet our minimum that we like to uh, get for a roll, uh, B, not even enough to get our minimum for just any call that we would sell. So that doesn't look too exciting. And then the other scenario would be to potentially roll up where uh, instead of rolling out to the same strike, we look at rolling out and up to the next strike. And that would be the 192.50 up to 195. In that scenario, we'd be potentially making another $2.50 on the stock, which works pretty nicely to, for us based on uh, the stock right now being at 198.75. Why not do this? Well, we'd have to pay 50 cents. So we're paying 50 cents to maybe make $2, right? There's no guarantee. It could be that next week it pulls right back down to 190 or 185. And so paying 50 cents to maybe make $2, yeah, I, I would rather let it get called away. Maybe, maybe sell puts again if there's a pullback. Yeah. And I mean, there's still another day. So we might have a pullback tomorrow and we'll take another look at it tomorrow to see if there's a potential role. But otherwise, we're getting called away. We collected a lot of premium on this. So I'm fine with that. Yeah. All right. CSIQ, our little buddy here. I mean, look at this doing pretty well. So, I mean, we got a sign at 35. Then we had this, this plummeting. But then, yes, we are looking for a V-shaped recovery. Looking good over the last two days. Uh, today, we were already a little bit higher. We we're pulling back a little bit, but we're still up 0.7%. Uh, I'll take this. I'll take updates in CSIQ. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, such a nice little bounce off of uh, 26. So we still have some ground to cover, that's for sure. But this is, has been moving nicely since that earnings reaction that was negative. Yeah. All right. Not yet in call selling territory has to move a little bit higher. And uh, talking about moving a little bit higher, not being in call selling territory just yet. NEE, next era, next era, energy, kind of the same deal. And uh, this morning, we were already moving nicely higher. We have found some support right here at the 67. And that's actually a strike price that is available today. If you weren't in NEE, would you consider selling puts at 67? You know, this is interesting because I, I like this stock. It pays a dividend. The chart I like. But the once we got into this, the volatility just has been sucked out of this one. So we're getting paid the dividend and the trade's working out just fine. But I think I would prefer something that's a little more that a little more active, right? Where, yeah. where there's a little more premium. Um, so not bad, not bad. But this just hasn't moved much, which has made call selling a little tricky. Yeah. All right. So. Got to wait here a little bit. Now, before we move on <clears throat> to the last stock, 
Let us know if you're interested in us giving you another earnings play or talking you through another earnings play. If you are, you know the drill. Just hit like and uh, we'll take a look at this. And uh, do this right now. I can see the likes right now, right here on my second screen. So if I see them going up, we'll talk about it. Otherwise, we'll just keep talking about our trades. PNC, I mean, that's another interesting one. So PNC uh, holding up pretty well uh, today overall with the banks down. I mean, we have seen it on the on the heat map. They're up 0.5% and it seems that it, they have found some support exactly at the lower uh, end of the range that uh, PNC has been trading in for a while. Yeah, another one that is yeah, just kind of drifted down to some of these lower levels, but I'll, I'll take the updates for sure. Uh, it was up nicely a little bit earlier, getting above 122, now closer to 121. Still waiting for this to to rebound a little bit more, getting up towards 130, yeah. 135. So, uh, I mean, this were looking at this overall ALB uh, performing exactly as we want. Uh, CSIQ, that's where we probably have to wait a little bit until we can sell calls. Um, Nextera Energy, I would say that's uh, probably kind of neutral. So we have not been yeah. able to sell calls, but uh, I think the next week might be the week where we'll do it. And we're collecting a dividend. And then also with PNC, we have to wait. All right, let's see. Let's talk about earnings plays. So yesterday uh, we talked to you about HPQ as an earnings play. And uh, this was just textbook. We also talked about it that, uh, yeah, I kind of missed it. Uh, I think you missed it too. Yeah, we, we both missed it. But this was just beautiful because yesterday we had an overreaction to earnings, which we see on this huge bar. And we would have been able to sell puts at 27. Now, several of our mastermind members uh, took the trade and uh, were able what was the record? I, I think Steven said it. Uh, he was able to close it at 90% or 80% of max profits after 28 minutes. I mean, that is just a picture perfect trade. Uh, I think Siggy said that uh, it was after 32 minutes uh, that he was able to close it. So this was just a great trade. So today we had something similar yet different. Dollar General. Dollar General today reported earnings, uh, reported weaker guidance and uh, is plummeting 15%. And uh, if, if you look at the chart here right now, and I'm just bringing up a, a two-year chart, actually, let's zoom out even more. Then we see that right now we would have an opportunity. Gosh, I have to move all the way out, zoom all the way out so that we see it. So we have an opportunity to sell puts at the 130 level and collect some really nice premium for this. So what do you think about this earnings play versus HPQ? Well, it popped up on the PowerX wheel scanner and the numbers look good, but this is where when I'm doing an earnings play, it's an earnings play because there's this volatility that gets priced into the option when there's uncertainty and this reaction taking place but I'm still trading a stock that I want to actually own, right? And, and that's key. So I'm not just doing it because the premium's there because I don't want to get assigned on a stock 
that was meant to be a short-term bad and then turns into a long-term bad investment. So instead, I want to trade something that I actually want to own. And if we look at this chart, it's just been in a free fall all year long, right? So it doesn't look too hot chart-wise, making lows, lows, and lower lows. So not interested in this one, at least not. I'm not interested. Yeah, because as you said, uh, first of all, do we want to own the stock? Secondly, do we want to own it at the price level where we would sell a put like 130? And here it has been in free fall. So this is where it always helps if you compare these charts to see a little bit better of what we like. And we really like to take trades where the stock is trading at support. So HPQ, not HPG, HPQ, if we look at this, oops, and what popped up yesterday, we, we just see that yesterday we were able to sell, what was it, the 26, I believe? It was 27 and 26.50 was right yeah. there too. Right there. So in comparison, HPQ, yes, has been trading as high as 40, pulled back, and now basically zigzagging back up. So there is definitely some upward momentum that we can see here on HPQ. Now, do you see the same when we are going to Dollar General? Um, oops, let me just uh, go in there, click on Dollar General. Let's bring this up here. And this is a completely different stock, right? I mean, different um, chart. So we did have some upward momentum over the last few years, but then I said, this screams downward momentum. So, and this is where you want to stay away from those stocks, right? And you want to rather trade stocks like HPQ. So just because it pops up and it is down 15% for the day, doesn't mean that this is a great wheel candidate. This is where really a little bit of chart reading will help a lot. It's not that we are using super complicated indicators. You're just looking at the chart and we say, okay, does this company have more of an upward trajectory like HPQ or is this more on a downward trajectory like DG? Yeah, uh, where buyers stepped in? Well, with, uh, with Dollar General, they stepped in in the middle of the worst move of the pandemic. I don't know if I really want to use that as support, right? Uh, where HPQ buyers stepped in to, to buy that dip two months ago. Yeah. That works. <laughs> All right. So we'll take a final look at the market of where we stand and <clears throat> give you a prediction where we think the market will end for the day. But if you find this helpful as we are talking you through this trade, do me a favor and give us a like. This way we know that you're interested in the stuff that we're doing here. And we'll keep doing it and show you more of these trades why we are taking them and why we are not taking them. All right, so back to the markets and seeing what's happening here. The S&P 500 is not moving. The Dow is up 0.1%. The S&P is up 0.3%. The tech-heavy Nasdaq is up more, 0.5%, uh, but it's opening higher and then going sideways. <clears throat> so the big question mark, where will we end? Will we see a fifth update in a row? What do you think? I do think that that will be the case. Yeah, that also would be my vote that today is another update slightly up. I think that we will be just up by a little bit, not more yeah. than 1%.
I think we'll be just uh, definitely less in the S&P 500 of uh, 1%, probably around 0.3 to 0.5 as we are heading into the jobs report tomorrow morning. But uh, there will be some more fun tomorrow morning after the jobs report, probably, since today the PCE couldn't move the markets. I think so. We'll have to see what the reaction is. And then also if traders want to be long going into the holiday weekend. Yeah. Again, Monday, holiday weekend, but we'll see you again tomorrow. And if you like the show, do me a favor and click on like. If this is your first time here, consider subscribing. Hit the little notification bell because this way we get notified when we go live. And we will be live here tomorrow morning to wrap up the week, see how we ended up August and letting you know what we are doing going into the long weekend since Monday is Labor Day and the markets are closed. Until then, have a great day and we'll see you tomorrow morning. Happy trading, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>